Welcome to The Signal Podcast, the podcast that raises your frequency. Um, I'm calling to ask Lori a question about how to even recognize your intuition. I've really been trying to get in touch with myself and trust myself lately and trust my intuition more, but I just don't even know if I'm doing it right. And I don't know if what I'm feeling is my intuition or if it's anxiety or fear or, or something else. So like, how do you know when, when your intuition is speaking to you? That's my question. Thanks. I love this question and I love getting these questions because I think that it's something that's on a lot of people's minds, particularly this specific question on how you recognize intuition is what I hear from people the most when they hear about what I do, which is helping people get in touch with it. And what I heard her say is so important, which is how do I tell the difference between my intuition and my fear and anxiety? And I really want to help us break that apart. But before we get there, I actually want to talk about intuition just historically and how it's been treated um, by people, by institutions, and then by the media. You know, I think that it's obvious that when we look at ancient history, intuition was something that was seen as really mystical. And it was something that, you know, when you read about kings and queens and having oracles around them, it was seen as really valuable. It was seen as a gift that people had that others really valued. And then as we went through this kind of time of trying to enlighten ourselves and the scientific revolution happened, intuition was really villainized. Um, it was really seen as something that because there was no scientific data around it, you couldn't trust. You know, fast forward to the Salem witch trials and all of the different ways that people who seemed intuitive were vilified. I really think we're still in the hangover of that time where people don't know to trust it. And think about right now, I mean, data is king. It's everything. And if you can't see it, can you believe it? And I think that this is the time to have the conversation about intuition. When you look at the definition of intuition today, you know, scientists will say it's this ability to make a decision about something without, you know, the data right in front of you. But what they also talk about is it's based on your past experiences. And this is sort of where I disagree. This is where I'd like to go back to our ancestors who I think had it more correctly. I think it's about being in touch with this higher version of yourself. And I think what's missing from the intuition conversation right now is the word soul. I really think it's your soul speaking to you and trying to guide you towards thriving. And the thing that I think is so beautiful about intuition is that it is working in your highest good and the highest good of others. And in fact, I think it was Plato that talked about intuition and said it serves the individual and the community. And I absolutely agree that intuition is trying to teach us about abundance. It's trying to move us away from the scarcity model of you can survive and thrive, but I can't. Intuition is saying, if you listen to me, I actually have the equation for everyone to thrive, but you have to trust. So I really think that definition in terms of just adding your soul in there and not being afraid of what that sounds like or if that's crazy is important because it's trying to speak to you. And just like with anything, when you see it, when you recognize it, when you give it 
the value of your attention, it gets louder. Then it really wants to engage more because you're giving it life. You're breathing life into it by being aware of it. So I think the first thing is just to answer this question, really making sure you're letting go of any judgment you have over your intuition. And then I think, you know, we talked about, or the question was about fear and anxiety versus intuition. I love that question because I think that so many people think they're making a gut decision. Um, And gut is a word that is used for intuition a lot. And I'm fine with that because I actually say that sometimes you feel intuition in your body. For me, when it's really coming through on something pressing, I feel like there's butterflies in my stomach. So I understand actually why that gut perception is there. But the other thing I say is that it doesn't cause an emotional reaction. Intuition is emotionally neutral. I'll say it again. Intuition is emotionally neutral. What does that mean? When you have an intuitive thought, you're not angry. You're not fearful. You're not anxious. It's just clear. It's like a period at the end of a sentence. Done. This is what I'm conveying to you. And I think when you're having a fearful or anxious thought, which we all have because we've had experiences in the past that hurt us and we are trying to not repeat them, right? That's what fear's entire job is. It's to try and keep us from being hurt again. So naturally, when we're having a fearful thought or an anxious thought, we're going to have an emotion attached to it. It's going to feel at the very least uncomfortable. And at the most, it's going to make us sad or angry or frustrated or anxious. And that is how you tell the difference, is to really be able to tune in and really sense your emotion. I think that some of us, you know, look at women at work. We're taught that you can't be emotional in the workplace. You're too emotional. Women are emotional. I'd like to argue that men are actually very comfortable being emotional and they express those emotions very openly in the work setting through anger or frustration. Um, But we as women have been taught to shut it down. And so now I'm asking people to stop and tune into their emotions. Well, I think that for a lot of female executives I work with, actually, you'd be shocked. It's harder for them to do it than it is for the males because we've been taught to not even go there. Like, what do you mean emotion? I'm in a board meeting. But you do have to stop and say, okay, well, I'm feeling that I need to say this thing in this board meeting, or I'm feeling like I need to say this thing to my partner. What am I feeling about it? If I'm scared, if I'm upset, then it's coming from fear. If it's clear, if I'm not feeling emotional, then that is my intuition trying to gently nudge and guide me towards something better. So I think that that distinction is really, really important. I mean, I think the other thing to think about when you think about getting in touch with your intuition, and remember I said it's this, the more awareness you give it, the more it speaks to you, is your energy. Do you feel drained when you're having an intuitive thought? That's not intuition. It's not going to drain you. It might energize you, but it's never going to be exhausting. Because think about, or the way that I define the purpose of intuition, is for you to thrive and for others to thrive. What sense would it make for intuition to then be draining or upsetting? It's going to feel good. It's going to be energizing so that you continue to dig into it. So I think the other thing that's important, and I've learned this from some really talented, gifted intuitives and mediums is that when they are really channeling, they don't feel exhausted during it. 
Maybe if they're really channeling, it's exhausting afterwards, but it's actually giving you energy. So think about where your energy's at too, as you're receiving these thoughts or messages. Hey, Signal listeners. If you're listening to Signal and you're curious about how you can get in touch with your intuition to thrive and live your purpose, we have an amazing membership community called Society M. As a member of Society M, you will receive weekly video messages directly from me paired with custom-made exercises that are all designed to help you incorporate the lessons you're learning into your everyday life so that you can get back in touch with your signal and thrive by being connected to your higher self. You can check it out at morifontanez.com and please make sure to share it with anyone in your life that you think could benefit from making that connection too. Again, it's Society M and you can find it at morifontanez.com. Thank you for listening. So was there like a, a little Maury walking around, uh, t- tuning into her signal? Where did this all start for you? Because when I met you, uh, I said, hey, Maury, I'm Casey. I'd love to produce a podcast with you. I love what you're doing. And boom, within five, 10 minutes, we were talking about your signal, my signal, intuition. Does that come from your childhood? Where, where did this start? I grew up in the Rocky Mountains and I would go outside and just be in these forests and like, it looked like talking to myself constantly. But I was hearing stuff all the time, all the time. I mean, I knew things were going to happen sometimes before they happened. I knew that my parents were getting divorced before they got divorced. It just, and nothing really surprised me a lot when I was little. Uh, I felt like I was always in this dialogue with this imaginary voice. I'll tell you, I think that for People who have really intuitive kids, one of the things that was done to me accidentally by my mom was to implant fear into me about it, right? Is to tell me that it's not real because she doesn't want me going to school and talking about some voice I'm hearing telling me things, right? And it wasn't a voice. It's it's thoughts in your head. And so, you know, we have four kids between my husband and I, and they're all intuitive in different ways, but a couple of them are very, very gifted. And one of the things I work on with them is to make sure that they understand that it's real so that they don't feel crazy, that they don't feel like it's bad. Because what happened is as I got older, I shut it off a little bit. I wanted to fit in. I didn't want anyone to think that there was something wrong with me. And then when you go to work, you really shut it off because you really want to conform and you really want to succeed. And if you are a go-getter like I was or am, you will do anything to make sure people feel like you're you're a success. And one of those things was a disconnect from intuition. And that's actually, I believe, what causes the most suffering. I think when people are in pain, it's because they're disconnected from that voice. And when you find that voice again, when you have that reunion, the suffering is eased. For sure. I think that there is this word instinct that gets mixed up with intuition a lot. And in my frame of reference, instinct to me feels more primal. Instinct is your, you know, body's way of telling you danger is coming, right? And I think that that comes from our predecessors, our ancestors, and the way we had to learn almost as animals how to survive, right? This red berry 
maybe don't touch it. That's an instinctual coming from your body and your experiences. This is where I think the scientific definition of intuition is actually the definition of instinct, which is that your experiences and your ancestors' experiences live within you. And that is where you get your instincts from. Intuition is about something higher than your embodied self. It's about being connected to a part of you that is wiser. I call it your higher self. That is, you know, already seeing the pathway layout and is almost speaking to you from the future if you're ready for it. I think that for the person that asked this question, they've been in touch with intuition for a really long time. Because I don't think that you ask that if you don't know what it feels like. I think that you have to have had some experience with it to even know to ask that question. So the first thing I would say to her is, congratulations that you already have such a relationship and so much curiosity because that curiosity is opening more doors. And like I said, I think all kids are really intuitive. But your conditioning depending at what age, shifts that. So was I lucky? Yeah, but I think we all are. I think it's just about figuring out where we hold shame around it and letting go of that shame so we can access it again. Is this a spiritual journey? Because you use words like higher self, and these are words that usually are only used in that area, right? Like people who are hyper-spiritual tend to talk the way you are, but is it blurry? Is it more than that than just spiritual? I don't know why we keep needing to compartmentalize ourselves. It really is so painful that we do this. You know, this person's spiritual. This person's more analytical. This person is more of a, you know, type A go-getter. Can you be all of those things? Can you be analytical and spiritual and a successful CEO? Can you be a really great mother who's a good planner, who's really intuitive? I really think that it's time to stop putting people in categories as if they're monolithic, one-shaded beings. So, you know, I think it's a journey of all of those things. It's a spiritual journey. It's an emotional journey. It's an emotional journey because there's a lot of white noise blocking you. And yeah, maybe it's a physical journey. Maybe some people feel that when they are expressing physicality, it actually lets out some of the white noise so they can hear intuition better. But I think it's... The reason it feels fuzzy is because it's different for every single person. And the only way that you can understand it for you is to start to get curious about it, is to want to understand it. And like I said, to stop feeling like it's going to be crazy or that you have shame around it, but that you have a desire to get to know it. And then understand that just because I told you on this podcast, it feels like, you know, butterflies in my stomach doesn't mean it's going to feel like that for you. My cousin is a really gifted medium. And she says, I don't feel anything in my body. And when she hears me talk about it's a physical sensation in your body, she's like, well, what's going on with me? And I tell her, well, that's how it is for you. So I think, you know, nothing that you ever hear anyone say is absolute. That's the problem we have right now. We hear people say things and we're like, well, they said it and they're the expert, so it's done. No, the whole point is to check in with yourself. What does this feel like for you? Because your intuition is very unique to who you are. So imagine a radio tower, right? It's up in the sky and it's emitting these high frequency, high value, powerful, wise messages. It's basically laying out your roadmap towards your purpose in life. Think about how valuable its messages are, right? The signal is coming from that radio tower. That is your intuition. 
the white noise comes from our experience in our bodies here on earth as children and as we grow into adulthood. And so as we have these experiences, we start to build belief systems that create static between us and this radio tower, between us and this signal. And those belief systems are things like, I'm not enough. I need other people's validation to tell me I'm I'm worthy. I need to get this pat on the back to be successful here. And those belief systems tell us to trust external voices. And so if we're learning that we have to trust other people, then the radio tower has zero value to us because it's coming from inside. The first puzzle piece in this journey is to really start to recognize what intuition feels like for you. Three things. What does it feel like in your body? If you feel it in your body, is there a sensation? Do your fingers tingle? Do you feel butterflies in your stomach like me? Lots of people have told me a lot of different things. But is there a sensation in your body? The reason that's important is because sometimes intuition wants to send you a sign. Like, I'm here. Pay attention. You've been taught not to pay attention, so I have to give you a signal that I have arrived. So what does it feel like in your body? The second one is, is there an emotion attached to it? Intuition is emotionally neutral. Remember that. And then third, make sure that you don't feel drained. If you feel energized and you know it's emotionally neutral, then that's intuition speaking to you. And so the first puzzle piece is learning to recognize it. I am so excited for this pathway to unfold because first of all, I know we have some really amazing questions. And like I said, I think the questions help people understand what's on everyone's minds. But I really think that this pathway that's unfolding is going to be about trauma, about triggers, about the things that stop you from listening to intuition, about change, and how intuition plays such a beautiful and graceful role in helping you navigate things that are frightening, Uh, about relationship dynamics, about how to show up at work as a leader, but how to show up in your life as a parent and in, and use intuition um, and really learn how to dance with this thing so that you become in harmony and the signal is loud and clear. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to The Signal Podcast. You know, when I started this podcast, my hope was to help you walk away with a belief in your intuition and a clear understanding about how to tune into it. And I'm just so excited that you listened to today's episode. And I just want to make one small ask, a tiny favor. Would you please consider sharing this episode with someone in your life who you think could benefit from relearning to trust themselves? I think that they would appreciate it. And I certainly appreciate you. You can find more from me on Instagram at Maury Fontanez and by visiting MauryFontanez.com. This podcast is hosted by me, Maury Fontanez, and produced by Terra Firma Audio. I'd like to thank the talented team at Terra Firma, Casey and Jack, for being such amazing partners. Uh, our wonderful sound engineer, Jordan Newell, Lauren Hall, my amazing literary agent who's believed in my ability to talk about intuition, I think before I did, and my really amazing husband who is so supportive and trusts my guidance so that I trust my own guidance more and more, our amazing four kids for putting up with all of the intuition talk that happens in our home and my family back at home. Thank you all. I couldn't have done this without you.